Hello everyone, welcome to the episode 40 of Soul Lead Saturday. The guest we have today, Dr. Roshwana. She is a CEO and founder of Enrich Her as well as Tech Stars. She definitely a rock star in my views actually because I do follow her posts on social media and those are very interesting. And uh, I'm, I'm sure that we are going to have the fun chat and as well as we are going to explore a lot about her career journey. How did she find her area of interest and managing to lead that area of interest. So thank you, Roshwana. I actually really appreciate your time on the show. Thank you so much for having me. And I guess I'll start by telling you how I initially became uh, a fan of capital and raising money through different sources. So when I was in high school, I decided that I was going to raise money to pay for my entire college education. Mm -hmm. I crafted this entire plan and I told my mother, hey, can you give me 200 uh, stamps, envelopes, and some paper? And she said, yes. And what I did is I found the addresses of over 200 organizations that had a history of providing grant dollars and scholarships to students, and I wrote them all letters. In these letters, I told them my story, um, what I wanted to achieve in this world, and how I would be a good steward of their capital. Mm -hmm. And based on this whole process, I won over $600,000, which paid for my entire college education. And I have a bachelor's in computer engineering and finance, a master's in information systems, and a doctorate in computer engineering and finance. So all of that was paid for by this process that I set out to do and execute when I was 15 years old. Wow, this is like so much inspiring actually and that is something you know captured my eyes like when you wrote that post on the LinkedIn that how I raised the 600,000 in funding for my college education and that is truly inspiration for any students or any kid out there actually how you can pursue your passion and it is a lot more about the willingness that you've shown. So uh, thank you so much for sharing and uh, Moving towards our next question is like, you know, when I came across your profile, uh, you took a proper education like in the computer engineering and the finance. And uh, when I saw your career journey, it is quite interesting because you handled multiple roles while growing in your career. So you were researcher, you were software engineer, and you were wealth advisor, author, mentor, faculty member, and now a CEO and founder of Enricher as well as Techstars. So... What do you enjoy the most and why? Yeah, I really love being a CEO. And I believe that everything that I learned all the way from project management to finance to managing staff with all of my roles has sufficiently prepared me for where I am today. Because to run a business, you need to be really good at you know marketing and sales and and um, dealing with your team and hiring and then the product itself. So I don't think that I could have done all of this today if I hadn't changed um, and had experience in all different kinds of roles um, in my past. And I fully believe that we can always define who we are and what we do whenever we want. So just because like you study engineering like I did and I love algorithms and AI, doesn't mean that's the only thing that I love. I still love that, but I also love, you know, helping other people. So I had to figure out how could I use my skill sets and kind of shift it a little bit so I can help more people achieve their goals. Wow, that's awesome. And uh, 
moving towards our next question is about your organizations techstars and enrichher so what does it stand for and how it helps uh, specifically women as well yeah so at enrichher what we do is we help women led businesses and black owned businesses get access to business financing networking and coaching in a collaborative and supportive environment Mm-hmm. Since we launched in 2017, we have engaged with over 23,000 people. Mm-hmm. Uh we launched a funding platform last year and funded 71 companies from 47 states in the US. Mm-hmm. And now what we're doing is our All Rise Factory program. And our All Rise Factory program selects a cohort of companies that are on a similar journey in terms of growth and sustainability and puts them together so that not only can they mastermind with one another but they can grow with capital behind one another. So as part of this program we as enricher provide capital to each of the companies and we open it up to the community to pledge their support behind these companies as well. So it's been a phenomenal experience. And you mentioned Techstars a few times. Techstars is an accelerator program that we were fortunate to be selected for. We're one of the 10 programs at uh, 10 companies out of 7,000 mm-hmm. that were selected last year. And again, it's similar in the in the in the in the sense that we were one of 10 companies um all of which were high growth companies mm-hmm. um that participated and it was fantastic but enricher focuses on traditional businesses so we have businesses all the way from makeup artists to doggy treats to to tech companies all together on our platform because we really wanted to help all business owners no matter where they are <laughs> Wow. And this is so so nice actually, you know. Uh, there are very few people you find that uh, they want to help society and definitely that is something I feel uh separate from leadership towards like, you know, uh fellowship like, you know, when people are leaders they they, they definitely believe in giving back to the community or helping others. So you are you are definitely a leader. I can see that in you. Thank moving you. towards yeah and moving towards our next question uh you were the you are the advisory uh, board member of XSSW uh which helps creative people share ideas and achieve their goals since 1987. So how does it work? So South by Southwest is one of the largest uh conferences that exists in the world that brings together um a uh, startup founders and comedians they have a film festival they have like AR VR festival like all in one place it, mm-hmm. it usually brings in half a million people mm-hmm. to go to Austin Texas so this year was canceled due to covid but my role is to help recruit amazing companies that mm-hmm. should be so showcased at the conference So I review applications, I um um advertise and recruit uh for the conference and because the whole goal is to have this diverse conference that all types of people from around the world can participate in. Yes. Wow. <laughs> That's so good to see. And uh moving towards our next question is again about your own podcast on startup funding. So would you like to share any specific experience or the success story of it? Yeah, so I launched a podcast cuz I know all of these amazing um investors and companies that have received investment who mm-hmm. needed to share their story for the world because a lot of people 
really don't understand what it takes, what's the thought process and experience on either side of the equation. So on the podcast, what I do is interview people and they share their tips and tricks and, and rules of the game so that you as a listener can can learn from them. So we've, um, we filmed several ep- episodes um, mm-hmm. and, and the whole goal is to help people understand what, what goes into this process. Okay. And uh, one, one more question, actually, because you are uh, part of many initiatives. How do you manage your time? It's really, it's really challenging to manage time, but um, I learned how to manage time when I moved to Thailand for a while and mm-hmm. studied like yoga and uh, karma yoga. And, and what you're supposed to do is break your time into um, what you have to do for yourself, what you have to do for your work, what you have mm-hmm. to do for um your like spiritual self and what you and some fun right so i had to really balance my time so i make sure that i do my Mm self-care so for instance this morning i i i walked for two miles i jumped on my trampoline for 20 minutes and then i did my core and ab workout like i will do that no matter how busy i am because it's really important to to take care of your physical self in addition, I listen to like my inspirational talks and my meditation. So it takes me time, a couple hours in the morning, but I do that. And in, when I do that, I'm happy, I'm carefree, I'm relaxed, and it actually makes everything else more efficient. In addition, I make sure like I sleep enough and I make sure I eat really good food throughout the day so that my body is really happy. Mm-hmm. Once I have all those things together, I really allocate my time based on um, my initiatives and my, mm-hmm. my objectives and my goals. So I really wanted to be on your show because, um, first of all, you're a woman who's an entrepreneur who reached out to me. So I definitely want to support all women. And then Sunday actually is perfect for me because Sunday is usually my day where I think about work. I think strategically and most people don't want to, yeah. um, interact with you on Sundays. But for me, it's really, really good because, I'm going to work, I'm going to be available on this day, but I make sure that, you know, the other things that I want to do are taken care of. And it's, it's an evolving process. I really had mm-hmm. to learn to, to integrate like the self-care and the food and the sleep. Mm-hmm. And, and as a, as a scientist, I had to look at data. Like if I stayed up all night and just worked all day, what would happen? Versus if yeah. I slept enough and ate right, what would happen? So every single case, it works out better if you're happy and you're calm and you feel good versus if you don't. So I have to keep that high up on the list and understand that I can't do everything. Yes. And how do you de- how are you dealing with the COVID situation? So I'm, I'm, yeah. I've adjusted really, really well because it's given me time to not travel as much. I used to travel a, a lot, like every single week, sometimes two to three places a week. Mm -hmm. Um, and now being at home, I can actually like reflect on my space. I have more time to like read books and meditate and all this kind of stuff. So I've been able to like focus on like my personal consciousness level, my ideas. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I have a little garden now on my balcony. So I like talk to my plants every morning. So it's it's enabled me to like nurture this other side of me more. Mm -hmm. And I'm personally like really happy right now so I'm, I'm doing really well that's great and uh congratulated on that actually because um 
it's really important that you know whatever you are putting in you see some kind of a success happening yes. because it, it goes you like you know keep going you so thank you so much for sharing and moving towards our next question uh, is about uh, you know uh, best practices about having the sound financial stability so to achieve any end goal definitely people struggle to have that financial stability especially when it comes to entrepreneurship people yeah. always uh, struggle to have that you know risk taking abilities or having that financial backup so what are some of the best practices do you think so first i think you should have your vision or your end goal in mind because mm -hmm. that why is what's going to keep you going mm -hmm. through the ups and downs so some days it'll be easy to to follow your financial practices and some days it won't but if you understand why mm -hmm. then you can withstand it for instance when i was writing those 200 letters i got tired of writing after letter 25 but i was like no i really want to go to college for free i'm going to do all of it and then even more recent as i mentioned i went to thailand for a while to study yoga i had to figure out how i could like pay for my living expenses here mm -hmm. and be and live in thailand and have money so i had i had to create this whole plan and stick to it because i really wanted to go and i was just imagining how great it's going to feel to be in thailand i'm going to be so happy i'm going to be away i'm going to be able to tell people i went and i kept thinking and thinking and thinking and i was able to follow my plan so first is to have the vision and then second is to create a plan like a realistic plan so that can mean a budget that could be a financial analysis you can say hey i'm going to sell x widgets the profit is 10 per widget and i need to sell 50 to pay for this so have a financial plan that adds up to how much you will need and this could be for your business this could be for a trip this could be for a special purchase but essentially if you have a vision and a plan mm -hmm. then you can get there and just know that it's like slow and steady you know just like if you're you have a fitness goal it's not like the first day you work out you know you see a hundred percent change you have to stick with it a lot of time for months but you know you understand after a couple of months it's going to be better so that's all you have to like think about yeah yeah uh and uh moving towards our uh, next question along the same line that you know we already discussed about you being the advisory member for sxsw um there is one more initiative which is like amplify for good to raise the basic need averages of underserved communities non-profits and minority entrepreneurs so what are the some of the challenges do you see for them yeah so right now a lot of programming that exists really is focused on the well-educated uh, or the already successful or mm -hmm. like the top the unicorns, right? Mm -hmm. But there's not a lot of resources for the everyday um, entrepreneur and the mm -hmm. everyday person who's just getting started without this robust background. Mm -hmm. So the goal of Goody Nation and Amplify for Good is to provide accessible programming, um, to provide hackathons, to mm -hmm. help you know nonprofits uh, reach their objective, and to grow from there. So. We, with all of these initiatives, like I believe that if we, you know, share more information to the mm -hmm. world and be more inclusive with different kinds of entrepreneurship, 
will have a better reflection um, of success in the ecosystem. And so that's why I'm adamant, not only with my company and Richer, but with other initiatives that I support so that we can see this change in the world. Oh. And uh, when it comes to like, you know, women empowerment, actually, uh, how do you think women can empower themselves and what do they need to do? What changes do you see actually happening in the society along your career journey? So I think, number one, a lot of women have been told that they're not as good as our male counterparts. Mm -hmm. That isn't true. We're often more successful, better at execution, all this jazz. I think the number one Mm -hmm. thing that we should focus on is our mindset and our belief about ourselves. Mm -hmm. So if you have lower self-esteem, I recommend that you start listening to, to talks. You start, you know, practicing doing things that are kind of scary, like maybe walking up to people and tell them about your business idea. Mm. Like when I first started pitching, I used to tremble all the time. I was so nervous. But and then someone's like, do you believe in what you're doing? Yes, I do. <laughs> okay. So I'm like, I had to keep trying and keep trying until I wasn't nervous anymore. So the one thing is like elevate your own consciousness, your own um, self-esteem and vibration if it happens to be low. Secondly, is support other women in business. Like a lot of times we don't support one another. I don't know why, but, you know, we all need help. We all need a community and we all need support. So that could be anything from sharing about that business owner to, to teaching them something that you know that they don't know to even buying a product from them if that's, you know, in your, your spectrum. So support one another. And really just believe that everything is possible, you know, like everything is. And we as women, unfortunately, in almost every culture have been told that our our abilities are limited. And so we need to let that go mm-hmm. and understand like our greatness and then move based on that. Mm-hmm. So uh, one more question, actually, when we are talking about the women empowerment, uh, some of the women that I met, like, you know, some of the conferences or some through the social events, uh, women having the good career, but after marriage, they get into like, you know, kind of a career gap. And then after they are trying, but getting back to their own career path. So they struggle a lot. So do you meet similar kind of women and uh, what kind of advice do you have for them actually? Because I, I feel that they start losing their confidence because they have the career gap in between. Um, and, uh, and one more thing I notice is that, you know, um, kind of household things that women are engaged into, like whether it is a family responsibility, kids responsibility, or handling all the uh, household chores or something. Uh, those uh, activities have little less importance where it comes to earning money, like, you know, doing some job and earning money. So how, what kind of advice would you like to give to those women? Yeah, it's definitely a balancing act when you are managing multiple things. Your household is a business. Your external life is a business. If you're part of all these organizations are a business. But remember, like, you can be amazing at what you do, even if you only have an hour. Like, in that hour, you're the CEO, you're the boss, you're amazing, right? So it's really, like I said before, that personal self-talk and that mindset that you know how hard it is to manage a household and a business at the same time? If you can do all that, you're amazing. Like, and you're successful right in from the beginning. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to like build up to being acceptable. You start that way. So it's really like that, that self-talk. 
Because if you start off thinking negative about yourself, what happens is you're less efficient with your time and it's harder for you to execute anything. So if you can let all of those negative thoughts go, you'll find that you can figure out a way that works best for your own life and your own household. And again, the same thing, like if you have, let's say, some children or a, a career gap or a household, you know, build a community with other people who have that similar story and kind of learn from them and what they do. Maybe you could share resources. Maybe you could share help, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and just understand that you're not alone. Whatever the situation is, there are other women who are dealing with the same thing who would love to, to help. Yes. So just have that mindset. Yeah. So that is very important. So hope like, you know, women out there, you are listening mm -hmm. because, uh, I came across a lot of such questions or the situations where I meet people and I find them like, you know, uh, women are talking a lot more about that. And I guess it is kind of a society, how it works as well. Most of the times it happens that women have more giving or compromising nature sometimes, uh, where they compromise on their career or something. But again, when they have to restart their career or again, you know, started from, started again from the scratch or something, uh, I found them like less confident, uh, but you should yes. not be. As Roshwana mentioned, actually, you are not the alone. Actually, there are many people. And uh, handling, I guess, the household things is the major difficult task nowadays compared to like, you know, doing your day-to-day -day job, like going to the office and doing your nine-to-five. So that is way easier than handling your uh, household activities. So don't uh, discourage yourself, actually, because you are doing good. So thank you so much for sharing and uh, moving towards the leadership. Uh, I can see the true leader in you uh, because when I saw your profile, I was like, wow, this is like a very rich profile I came across on the LinkedIn. So what is your leadership style and any specific leader that you always follow or admire and why? So I have a collaborative leadership style. I love people to, you know, tell me their opinion, their thoughts, and then you know, make a decision and, and do things together as a team. Um, I, I find that that worked in, in my academic studying and then in my company. Mm -hmm. um, in terms of people who I admire, uh, I admire like Kat Cole, who started off as a Hooters girl and then ended up being the president of Cinnabon and later Focus uh, Group. So mm -hmm. she's done a lot. She didn't follow a traditional uh, path or she had all this education, mm -hmm. MBA, blah, blah, blah. She wasn't that kind of person. Mm -hmm. You know, she went to night school and, and she still accomplished a lot of uh, uh, great things. Mm -hmm. um, but there are so many amazing like leaders out there. The main thing is if they can uplift people and inspire them. Um, that's what I, I pull from, from so many people such as like Michelle Obama um, and others is that can they inspire, inspire um, me to act? Yeah. yeah. So thank you so much for sharing. And uh, what is your leadership style? You mentioned one aspect actually helping others. Uh, that yeah. is something you always believe in. Uh, any specific uh, qualities that uh, you think that you have being a leader? Yeah, so um, again, like I'm very team oriented. So I love when people um, tell, share their ideas first and then we can move on that idea. I'm very organized and logical. So I have, you know, 
plans and visuals and all that kind of stuff. So it's very easy for me to think logically, but I'm very open-minded to ideas. So we at Enricher have a team of eight people right now. And even though we're a small team, we work together and everyone has their individual expertise. Mm -hmm. And I really enjoy um, how we have our meetings and our cadence to really um, let empower every single person to be in charge of what they're doing, mm -hmm. yet pour into everyone else. I'm not a micromanager. I don't believe in that. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, so that, that's how I would describe it. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much for sharing. A uh, lot of people actually struggle, but I think uh, you mentioned it very wisely. So thank you so much. And moving towards the end of this podcast or show is that uh, any tips or advice that you would like to give to the students or women or aspiring entrepreneurs? Yes, there's so much advice, but what now looking back, I think it's it, the most important thing is your self-consciousness and to believe in, in yourself. So what I mean when I'm saying self-consciousness, I'm talking about how you uh, show up in the world and how you exhibit your joy and your happiness and your love because the happier you are, the more magnetic you are and the easier life is. So no matter what it is, like it's easier if people want to be around you. So really focus on, you know, developing that skill and then just act. I've done so many things in my life that have not worked out and that's okay because every single time I do anything, I learn. So a lot of times when you're younger, you feel like everything has to be perfect and you have to have an exact plan. No, figure out the thing that you think is best. Do that. If it's no longer the best thing, switch it up. Yeah. You know, I've been an entrepreneur full time for 10 years and you've listed several of the things I've done over this 10 year period and you know and there's a whole range of them I love what I'm doing now but some of the things I tried in the past I didn't love and that's okay mm -hmm. so really it's just work on who you are and being the best person um, that you can be so you can show up that way in the world and then execute and act in alignment with what you think is best mm -hmm. that's yeah. it yeah, thank you so much. Actually, it's very wise and very clear. Actually, advice to anybody to have uh, in their early age of the career, or if even though you are established, actually, it is very hard to maintain that success. So sometimes it happens that things doesn't doesn't work out, and you have to switch to something else. So everything is all about you know, as Roshwana said, actually, you have to keep up yourself. And uh, thank you so much for sharing and really very happy to have you on the show and really appreciate your time, all your consideration to be a guest on my show. Thank you. It was a blast. I had so much fun. Yeah. It's very nice to connect you actually. Nice to connect with you. So thank you so much and audience definitely you are going to enjoy this episode. Specifically, I'll shout out to the women out there who are looking to uh, enrich themselves. Definitely do follow or, or connect with Roshwana. And she is uh, truly helping the society and the women to uh, build their careers. So thank you so much. And as I always say, until we meet happy leading, let's sit together. Stay safe. Bye for now.